Mate, ready? Yeah, ready. <coughs> okay, let's cough. Permission granted. <coughs> there we go. Should be fine now. Pardon me. Right. Oh, it's good to be back. Right. Hello, and welcome to the Daft Wednesday podcast. It has been 211 days since our last episode. Uh, in that time, I've actually got a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and in that time, the Premier League has been stopped due to a global pandemic and restarted again, but without crowds. Liverpool have won their first league title in over 30 years. Jamie Bardi. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Tongue tied. That stayed in. Jamie Bardi. Jamie Vardy won the golden boot with 23 goals. Bruno Fernandes has scored seven penalties. Bournemouth, Watford <laughs> and Norwich have all been relegated, having been promoted together in the 2014-15 season. Leeds United have been promoted back to the Premier League after 16 years away. They do so alongside West Brom and Fulham. Fulham beating Brentford in the playoff finals, um, denying Brentford promotion for the eighth time. Arsenal have won their 14th FA Cup and Tottenham have still won fuck all. <laughs> and uh, George, you mentioned a lot of days then. Uh, Reese, how many days has it been since uh, Spurs last won a trophy? Oh, he's not here. Yeah, yeah. we got rid of him. Everyone, we, we sacked we him. We fired Reese. It was a similar Claude situation. He said some dodgy things. Oh, you know, we couldn't be associated with him after that. It was mainly when he said Bert Leno was the. Uh... No, not Bert Leno. Jamie Bardi. Jamie Bardi, yeah. It was when he said, um, it was when he said uh, Leno was the best goalkeeper um, in the world. For Germany. No, just in the world, yeah. he said. Oh, not, he's not. Yeah. He isn't even the best German goalkeeper. But yeah, um, that's the point we made. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. So I'm your host, George, and uh, I'm joined by Instagram star and fellow namesake George. Hello. Thank you for having me back. That's all right. And I'm also joined by the man who makes sure we don't look illiterate and uh, edits out all the fucking swearing. Niall. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have to add a beef in there. Boys, we're back. I know, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. I stopped editing them, so it stopped. Yeah, it's all Niall's fault. In that time... Antonio scored four goals in a match. Who would have thought? I didn't think that was significant enough to add into my little entrance. It is like, for me. It is for me, George. Uh, I'm sorry, but it's Jamie Bardi over Antonio every day of the week. I'll give you that. He is quite good. Can I just say, lads, it's fucking sweltering today. It is. Like, it was 30-odd degrees earlier, and I'm in the north, so that's pretty amazing. It's it's yeah. ridiculously warm here. I, I've had to turn my uh, fan off um, so that it doesn't get picked up by the recording. We're six minutes in and I'm already sweating buckets. Our fan broke today. Had to, we had to go out and rush and buy, buy some new ones from uh, Lidl. 
Ooh. Other shops are available, of course. <laughs> yeah. We're not sponsored by Lidl, but if they want to sponsor us... I'm open to that. It's a good fan. <laughs> you can say you're their biggest fan. We. And unlike Reese, he's not a plastic one. Wait. <laughs> Just had to jump that in. He's not here to defend himself, so he's such an easy target. He's been gone for one episode, but he's calling him out left, right, and centre. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's got to be done. It's got to be done. So, but anyway, George, what's it all? No, go on. What's the topic for this week? So, we've had a little bit of a switch up for of uh, how the Darth Wednesday podcast is going to be uh, running. So, I thought I'd do this now. Um... This episode is uh, going to be the end of season one, so to speak. And when we post our next one next week, that's going to be the beginning of season two as we look ahead towards the next season. So we thought the best way to uh, end this podcast season would be to look back at the first ever episode that we did, where we predicted the Premier League table. Fresh out the blocks, no games have been played Um Niall having absolutely zero experience um, with football, like, let alone predicting. Um, no, he knows a fair bit, you could say. You I'd, could still say. Know, I'd still say I know less than most people who like football. Like, a lot less. I, I think casual they, football. Uh, given fan. that um, it's only really been a year, you've come on such a long way the stuff that you know now you would well you wouldn't if we'd have told you you'd have known it now you'd have uh, bitten off George's left arm mm-hmm. fucking hell where's it gone <laughs> That's um, a bad I'd say to put it into perspective I'd say if you'd said Jamie Bardi last year then I wouldn't. I would have just taken that as that's a player. <laughs> it it is. might be because of how well he did earlier this year, but I know who he is. But yeah, if we'd asked you last year, how many of the Premier League teams you knew, how many do you reckon you could have got? Uh, I'd like to say about ten. That's fair. How many do you reckon you could get for next season? <laughs> what do you mean? I'll know. Well, no, because obviously there's new teams that have come up and everything. Yeah, I know. 20. Fair play. That's an improvement. You've doubled in a year. <laughs> Quick math. <laughs> so, what we're going to do for this sort of prediction, the way that we've decided we're going to score it is a bit golf-like. Um, you know, we're going to go for whoever has the lowest score wins. And effectively, for every position away... From where you placed a team, you gain one point. So if you predicted Norwich to win the Premier League, then you would get 19 places because, spoilers, they finished last. So you get 19 points. Um, so that's how we're going to do it. So Niall knows the scores on the doors, and he's going to slowly reveal them to us. So, um, go on then, Niall. Over to you. I think to start, we should probably remind everyone of, like, uh, which teams we support so that we can like explain any biases that we have and all that with with uh, like if you guys for example put both of your teams higher or uh, <laughs> rivals lower I don't know 
Um, so start off with George, as in Collard. I support West Ham, um, as I alluded to with the uh, Mikel Antonio comment at the start, which is why I'd West Ham <laughs> to get European football, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I predict that every year, and very rarely it happens. As so in maybe never. one day. <laughs> no, it happened a couple of years ago. Maybe one day I'll learn from my mistakes. But I doubt it. If you throw enough shit at a fan, eventually some of it's going to stick. Yeah, no. eventually you'll get seventh. <laughs> Not a fan. No, I know. I was doing a joke since that we talked about a fan earlier. Oh. It's a oh, callback. It's Come just on, a little God. joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always funny when you have to explain it. <laughs> That's the best part about jokes, is when you have to explain why it was funny. Oh anyway, you fucking joker. What, <laughs> who do you support? I'm an unfortunate Tottenham fan, um, which is which is probably why I put them third. Um, in my defence, we have just reached the Champions League final, so it things... was all quite sunshine and rainbows at the start of the season. I mean, We're all pretty hyped about Spurs. Yeah. Because if I remember correctly, no, you put them quite high, and I think so did George. But the thing is, I think I had them third as well. Yeah, I think Niall actually had them second. So, I mean, the thing is, though, also in hindsight, looking back at it, we shouldn't have been so sunshiny and rainbowy because actually we played shit, played shit Shit in the league, and um, honestly, we like, I mean, we played well against City, but we only played well for forty-five minutes against Ajax. So, I mean, we did dominate the, the 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 final, but you know, the ref was against us. So, Liverpool had the man advantage. Oh, <laughs> rubbish. You know, it wasn't a penalty. You know, it wasn't a penalty. So, yeah, shut up, Niall. Hello. Who do you support, mate? Well, I support Sheffield Wednesday. But they're not yet in the Prem. They probably won't be after their points deduction either. Uh, they're probably, probably going to be further away after that. No. But <laughs> next year... So, right, the year after next, we'll get back into the Championship. And then <laughs> the year after that, we'll get in the Premier League. So then you'll be laughing on the other side of your face. Um, back to back to fa- promotions. To be fair, sometimes the relegation helps. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm being serious. Norwich went all the way down to League One. They came uh, back up the next season. Is that why West Ham were trying so hard to get relegated? <laughs> yeah. Is um uh, Scott Parker spoke about it with Fulham? He's like, once you get relegated, it can be like difficult to get that like winning men- winning mentality back, especially if, like a stagnant team beforehand. Mm. But like when you then get all the results and you get a promotion. It helps with the next season, which could happen to Sheffield Wednesday. If they win a load of games in League One, that can help them mentality-wise the next season. I'm sure Sunderland yeah. and Portsmouth fans both agree with you massively. Well, that's because they didn't do very well in League One. <laughs> exactly. You have, to do league, you have to do well in League One for that to count. Um, but in the Prem, I sort of follow, loosely follow my dad's sort of supporting of Everton. So I'll try to like I definitely choose Everton. But 
that's not really great for me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, all three of our teams have had quite shit seasons. I mean, to be to fair, be honest. most teams have had quite shit seasons. It's been a case of uh, Liverpool playing extremely, extremely well. Um, Man City playing poorly compared to how they have the last two seasons. But they're still Man City, so they're really good. Um, and then Man U, Chelsea, Tottenham and Arsenal all trying to recover like from poor starts. Chelsea arguably having the worst start because they had a transfer ban. So it was who could recover the quickest. Well, no, Chelsea sort of did the reverse where they started the season quite well and then bottled it quite well, frankly. Wait, quite frankly. I know. Oh, no. He's crying again. He's crying again. <laughs> Fat Frank, he's crying again. <laughs> I thought you liked him as well. <laughs> nah. No, I like, I, like, I like him as a manager, but he's a fucking prick. <laughs> he's a smart guy, though. He is quite smart. He's got, he's got like 200 IQ, hasn't he? He's got, uh, not 200 IQ, I think it's like 160. I think Einstein's is like 180 or something ridiculous. He's got like 12 A's. He's smart guy, smart guy. Unlike Wayne Rooney. Wasn't good enough for West Ham though. No, no. Anyway, sorry. We we really love our little tangents here at uh, at Daft. Uh, our segues, if you will. Um, Reese hated it when I said that. Sorry, I'm doing it again. Um, so I got hand. I'm gonna hand <laughs> back to Niall. <laughs> uh, yeah. So do you guys remember anything about? our predictions at all, anything in particular that stands out about the way that any of us did it or any of the uh, certain predictions that stood out individually? Um, I remember per Newcastle to get relegated. I did the same. I think we all did. Yeah, all three of us put from 19th. Um, I think, uh, didn't we also all put Sheffield United to get relegated? Um, we didn't up them to get relegated, but we did all underestimate them wildly. I mean, the one that really stood out for me was, well, Niall's whole system was really cool. Um, because for someone that doesn't know a lot about football, it's a very clever way of getting an idea on where teams had finished based on... It was all right. It was all right, but... Yeah, gone based on. Well, obviously, because it's based on the previous season's results, which is a good indicator of where a team sort of sits. Obviously, the negative with that is if one team last season had a bad season, then you don't know that they had a bad season. But then you also combine that with the other thing, which is money, which, as we know with financial fair play, it's massively important if you have more money then you've got more chance of buying better players and more chance of winning so you combined it it was it was a smart system for coming up with a way of um you know finding out what these season results are and obviously the standout result was when you put arsenal 10th and you're not actually that far off (laughs) (laughs) i did also put liverpool 9th i mean yeah you, you you did do that but you know yeah, I did. Um, I did a lot about. So I took their position from last year and how much they spent. But that's the thing is, it's only looking at it the the one way. So I didn't know anything about any of the teams, particularly. So and Liverpool spent basically nothing last summer. 
Yeah, and also Chelsea had the transfer ban. I'm pretty sure Liverpool have already spent more this transfer window on that uh, Greek guy than they did the whole of the last transfer window. Or the last two transfer windows, probably. Which is strange, but I didn't know at the time that they had such a great squad, except for the few players that I knew from fantasy football. Like Sam. Well, you, you didn't know that they just won the Champions League, did you? I didn't. I don't. I, I you didn't, didn't know, what, know it was. what that was. Yeah, I thought that was just a championship. I didn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon if Liverpool in the champ- were in the championship, they'd probably win it. I think. Just a hunch. Nah. They'd uh, finish below Leeds. So, um, Niall, can you give us any uh, glimpses into some of our predictions? Starting from the bottom, maybe? Well, what I thought is that I'd actually start talking about individual predictions, like um, certain ones that we, we predicted really badly, for example, uh, before putting it all together and seeing like who's won, basically. Yeah, go on then. Um, okay. So I'll start off with the ones that we got very wrong, which are defined as being six or more places out. So if you're over five places out, over a quarter of the table away, then that's what I would call very wrong. Yeah. Can I make a couple of predictions? Go on. I reckon Sheffield United would definitely be in there. West Ham. Um, West Ham. I mean, Bournemouth. Might be in there. Yeah. Uh, maybe Watford. Um, and probably Arsenal. Okay. Well, so we've got a few of the, the ones that we got very wrong. Um, we've got a few of the same ones very wrong, uh, which were, as you said, West Ham, Sheffield United and Watford and Newcastle which we talked about a minute ago, we all put them 19th, and they did a little bit better than that. They came 13th, which, you know, isn't bad. That's good. Um, all things considering, that's quite good for them. Yeah, which, again, I, like, I wouldn't know that, but at the time I put them very low down. I'm pretty sure for like, most stats, or for a lot of stats, they were bottom of the league. Like, chances created. Um... Those like those sort of like in depth sort of stats. So um, on top of the ones that we all got very wrong, I got Burnley seven points out. I got um, Aston Villa seven points out, and of course I got Liverpool eight points out <laughs> because they came first, <laughs> and I put them nine. Um, Collard, you got Burnley wrong as well. Uh, very wrong. Sorry, six points out and you got Bournemouth seven points out and George you got um, Southampton and Norwich six points out each because you actually um, you're quite optimistic about Norwich Damn. I guess it was reverse I don't, Southampton. If, I don't know if you remember but you put Norwich 14th I, I knew that I had put them not to get relegated so because um, I think I put Villa to get I, th- I think I only put Villa to get relegated. I, I think I had Sheffield United not to go down as well, but I had Norwich to finish as the top newly promoted team. Um, 
And I think I put Southampton near the bottom purely because they were um, lingering around relegation last season. I think they finished 16th last season. In so, Christmas this year. Yeah. They're still lingering around it. They they had a really good second half of the season, and that's why they've uh, finished just outside the top half. So It's the reason why Hassan Uttal got uh, manager of the month. Yeah. In the last month. Well, Collard and I put... Um... Aston Villa as the best of the new teams um, with Collard putting them 14th and I put mine 11th because they spent so much money despite mm-hmm. coming, just coming up that's, that's the same reason why I put them that high up because they, they still kept Grealish they'd signed a lot of players for a lot of money when looking at it I should have you know put it more similarly to a Fulham Last Did, year, when they spent all that money, went down. If I remember correctly, I put them 18th. And in the first episode, you said to me, George, like, um, there's something along the lines of, oh, you think they've spent too much money. You think they're going to go down then. And I was close. In fairness, I did I did have in the back of my head, like, if they had gone down, they would have been fucked. Oh, yeah. Because of the money they spent. Massively yes. so. And, like, luckily for them... They've stayed up. Grealish might stay another year. The the key word there is might. Yeah, because he's going to go to Arsenal, isn't he? Yeah, but Arsenal have been linked. United now don't want him. So he's, it's he's been linked with Spurs depends. as well, though, in the past. He's he, I, I mean, well, this was literally a discussion we had yesterday in our in our uh, in our group chat. Was yeah. that Grealish basically walks into? any team in the Premier League apart from maybe Man City. Um, but even then, I think they'd find a way to put him in. I think, he would, I think he would still get a lot of game time, but just as a rotation player. But that would be like when he's like resting Bernardo Silva. You know yeah. what I mean? So he, he's he, not insulting. From playing Fantasy League, I found out that... Um, I don't know if it's the case, but it seems to me that Man City just have like a million players because like I put the one of what I thought was some of the best players in, and they just wouldn't fucking play. So that's that's the problem with City. Yeah, they are the best and the worst for fantasy because when the players play, you know you give you know a lot of points, but you'll get like say Sterling won't play like three games in a row because he's uh, Pep's decided to play Mares in all those three games. Mm-hmm. And then you take Sterling out for Mares, and then Mares gets dropped for Sterling. The only one you can be kind of certain on is uh, the Bruyne and Aguero when they're fit. Mm-hmm. Who do we think out of the three of us made the most far out prediction? I had West Ham above Man United. <laughs> you did have West Ham above Man United, but of course, both of those are. Um, well, West Ham's still quite far away. He put the nine points away, but so did I. We both put them seventh. Uh, but obviously, the most far out prediction, Man United putting them eighth is still only five points away, which is quite wrong, but not very wrong. I'm going to guess it, it might be me with Sheffield United. Um, I mean, the Liverpool one seems like the, the most furthest away from you. I mean,. You got Liverpool so very wrong that they're probably one of the. They've actually been one of the best sides in Premier League history, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, you were 
eight point or eight places out. So yeah. they're literally um, one point off getting a century, which has only been done by one other team literally last season. But you know, mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing is, in the long run, because they didn't do it and they didn't go unbeaten, I don't think they'll get remembered as much as some of the other teams. Yeah. Well, West Ham, mine and Collard's prediction for West Ham was actually further away from my prediction for Liverpool. That's how badly West Ham did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So even though we put seventh, <laughs> they finished further away from where we predicted than me putting Liverpool ninth. <laughs> oh. So um, that's not good. Only by one point. Um, but... Yeah, Collard, you were right. Your Sheffield United predictions um, to finish 20th, there were 11 points. You were 11 points out of that one. How do you feel about that? I feel so annoyed because like, as soon as I started watching them, I was like, I just knew straight away like the first match or two. I saw them. I just knew I was wrong. <laughs> uh, like, I... They play such good football. But it's not like, it's not like how Norwich played good football. But were failed offensively, which like ultimately, if you're a relegation zone team, that's what does you in. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Sheffield played really good football, but like almost like a Burnley sort of level defense. Um, I'm, I'm I'm torn between that and West Ham for like my my personal how I feel was my worst predictions. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically, the Sheffield United one was worse. But, yeah, there's something to be said about putting them for European football and then finishing just above relegation. <laughs> um, as for Sheffield United... And I'll do the same next year. That's savage. George and I both put Sheffield United 16th. So, we were both seven points away with that. Yeah, not great, but not as bad. Did any of us give a relegated team? Uh, well, let's talk about which ones we got right. So, one of us only got one team. Bang on. Only one of us. Yeah. One of us only got one team. Oh, I think that's me. Correct. Did you... Was it... Oh, I don't know, actually. Well, surely it's me, because I, I put Liverpool to finish top. Yeah, I think you did. I think you put Liverpool to win and you put Spurs second, didn't you? Or did you put... I put, I put City for, uh, second. If you put City so second, you'd have, two, guessed, right. you'd have guessed two correct, yeah. But he just said one. Oh, no. Have you done your maths right here? Yeah. Yeah, only one of us got it. Got uh, One of was us it, got only was it me one. Hang on. guessing Chelsea fourth? No, you put Chelsea sixth. Did I actually? Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no idea then. You put Arsenal fourth. Did I actually? Mm-hmm. I oh. think we all doubled and I, we all did. Or we both did. Yeah, you did. I gave them too much um, too much expectation. Yeah, you should have been like me, <laughs> put them 10th. <laughs> Which actually they were 10th only a couple of weeks ago. They just snuck out of that position. I was going to be very proud of myself, but I was going to say, is this someone random like Crystal Palace? 
No, I will put you out of your misery. George, you only got Wolves right, seventh. Me? Yeah. Oh, bingo. Cool. What, so, like, outside of getting Liverpool top? Uh, you're the only one who put Liverpool top. George and I yeah. put Man City top, then Liverpool. Um, and then, no, actually, I didn't put Liverpool second, did I? I put them bloody ninth. So um, I put Man City and then Spurs. And uh, George put Spurs third, and so did you, Collard. So we all overrated too Spurs much faith and in the London teams. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so you got, Collard, you got two correct. You got the, the top two right. Bang I'll take that. Zero points for each of those. Which sounds bad. It's the easiest ones. I'll take that. Um, Of course, George and I each pick up two points in that case. Well, no, George picks up two points. Uh, For my top two, I pick up five points because Spurs. um, I'll put Spurs. Anyway. um, (laughs) So, strangely, I got five of them bang on. Five teams. That's kind of magic, though. When I checked a couple of weeks ago, I, I had like seven, but it's changed since then. So um, it's because of Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah, so it all shifted a bit. But I got Norwich right, as you said, Norwich in the relegation zone, which was the only uh, only correct relegation prediction. Um, George was very close with Aston Villa, and you were nowhere near Collard. <laughs> yeah, Mike Bright- the shop. Brighton was your closest, and they finished fifteenth. So, I literally had Bournemouth and Watford to finish eleventh and twelfth. I was nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, um, George put Watford eleventh, and I put them thirteenth. And Bournemouth, uh, George put. 13th, my put 14th, so we all thought they were going to do sort of mid-table. Um, I think I think based off last year, it kind of made sense. Because Watford mm-hmm. obviously did quite well, got 10th, though they got 11th, got to an FA Cup final, Bournemouth were quite competitive for most of last year. And in fairness, it looked like Watford were going to stay up for a while. Like when they brought in Pearson and started getting the results. Well, when we beat and then, Liverpool. Yeah, and then for some reason they sacked him two games left. Damn fools. But yeah, I put Brighton 15th, which was correct. And then my best predictions, I'd say, were uh, 3rd, 4th and 5th, Man United, Chelsea and Leicester. That's impressive. That's very impressive. That's really impressive. Uh, um, yeah, George, you underrated Leicester quite a bit. You put them 10th, um, which is strange. Because I thought you'd like Leicester, but anyway... Um, <laughs> I actually thought I'd put them higher than that. Yeah, I'd have thought that. But um, um, I'm sixth, which kind of yeah. close. Collard put Chelsea fifth and Leicester sixth, so they're both one plates out because he put well, he put Spurs and Arsenal quite high up, and you underestimated Man U and their ability to get penalties awarded. <laughs> yeah, in fairness, yeah, like Bruno Fernandez is overrated, but in fairness. I didn't predict him coming in and them going like 18 games unbeaten and whatever it was in the end. 
What's the stupid stat at the moment? Because it's something like Man have had 21 penalties in all competitions this season. And there's a team that hasn't had 21 penalties in 21 seasons. It was Hull. It was Hull City, yeah. Yeah. They've not had 21 penalties in 15 years. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I saw some other stuff, you know, for potential posts. I uh, took a couple of screenshots. Some of the other stats I found were 23% of Man United goals have come from penalties this season. And United have got more penalties this season than Chelsea have in the last half decade. So, they were quite lucky. <laughs> uh, uh, my, my, um, my brother the other day came in and told me a, a fake stat. Um, and it was actually so believable that I, I didn't question it. And it was something like Bruno Fernandes has scored uh, 97 goals in his career. How many of them do you think are penalties? Uses something like 60. Uh, no, higher. 70. Higher. 80. Higher. 85. One lower. 84. 84. There you go. So then he was like, I was like, oh, 84 penalties in 97 games. That seems realistic. It's not true. But the fact that I believed it just tells you how many penalties he seems to get. Well, seven he scored. <laughs> I said that in the intro. It's probably... Like, don't get me wrong. There's an art to it. Like, you know, like, you have to get fouled to win a penalty. But... It's just so excessive. You don't have to get fouled to get a penalty. Have you not been watching Man United? Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> you can just get like a little nudge like against Spurs. Just dive. Or whatever happened. Oh, just put your arm on the defending player and then fall over. The funny thing was, when we when West Ham drew them in the restart, and we scored a penalty against them, and all the Man United fans I saw had the audacity to say, well, that's not a handball. <laughs> that led to their penalty. When uh, Pogba literally put his arms up in an X in front of his face <laughs> to block the ball. And he had the audacity to turn around and say, that's not a penalty, what's he supposed to do? Take the ball to the face? Yes, that's yes. exactly what he's meant to do, because otherwise it's a yeah. handball. <laughs> you either had the ball and clear it, or you move your head out of the way. That's what you do. And you had the audacity to say, that's quite dangerous, he had a you know, shot at his head. By the way, this uh, video is sponsored by Audacity. It's the uh, software that we're using to record. <laughs> it is impossible without Audacity. So, To be fair, <laughs> again, we're not sponsored by Audacity, but um, if they want to sponsor us... Give us a lifetime free samples of their free software. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. I mean, it is free. <laughs> We literally wouldn't be doing this if we had to pay for it. <laughs> that is... Yeah, that's very true. So, so with the way that we've scored this competition, the uh, the golf scores, what would you guys consider... So I gave a definition for very wrong, which is more than a quarter of a table out, so plus six or more is very wrong, prediction-wise. Uh, what would you guys say is sort of a bad prediction? Because obviously, plus one is incorrect, but that's not a bad prediction. Well, if you had 10 bad predictions, that'd be 60 points already with half the table. Um, so I guess, like, 
90 would be, like, bad. You know, if you had, like, half the table being bad predictions and the other half being, like, eh, predictions. Well, what would you call bad for, like, an individual score? So, for example, obviously, I got plus four on Spurs, you guys got plus three... George, you got plus two on Man United. Like, what's, well, at what level would you call that bad prediction? I mean, like plus three doesn't seem that bad. I think you're it right. Does. Like saying like plus five is a bad prediction. So anything that's plus four or five is bad, and then plus six, I'd say, was like very bad. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Bad. Yeah, like you, if you had like plus five, you're sort of like the team's like on the other end of the table, basically. Yeah. Yeah, near enough. So I've, I mean, I've separated them into four groups, which is either you're bang on, so plus zero, um, you're sort of all right in plus one, two, or three, or you've done a bad prediction, which I've done a plus four or five, and then just the sort of unspeakably bad. <laughs> you know, no grasp of a game kind of prediction like putting Liverpool ninth where you've got six points or higher out, six places or higher. I'd say that's very bad. So I've separated them into those four groups. That's the way I sort of count count stuff up. It won't affect the scores, I just thought we, if we have a look at how um how each of us have done in each of those categories. I reckon about half of mine are at least bad predictions. I reckon uh, mine are about... I feel like I've got a lot of, like, plus uh, threes, fours, and fives. And so I feel like a lot of my predictions are, like, in the ballpark, they're sort of good educated guesses, but they're not correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's obviously the odd one where, like, I'm just, I was just wrong. It was just a bad guess, for whatever reason. But, um... I don't think I don't think I did I I don't think I did too badly overall. Okay. And I think I so, lost. I think I I think I probably I think I've probably got the highest score. But <laughs> I don't think I did badly. I think I think you've won it now. You think Just I've feel won. like getting like yeah, like game five. Bang on. I wish I'd a, I wish I'd have said it at the beginning and not after he told us the thing because I I like when I was thinking about it before I, I, like how to score it I was thinking um, Niles bloody won it just be, just because we know like I mean we're we're not even going to talk about the fantasy league really in this uh, episode like we'll talk about it at another another day but spoilers Niles won it. Last year. No, last oh, year. Oh, he didn't, did he? Oh, this year. Well, he still finished above me. That's the point that I was going to make. This year. If I finished third, I came times. second to Pollard. This year, I came top by like quite a few points in hours. Mm-hmm. I think it was, I think it was like around 100 points, wasn't it? I, I believe so, yeah. And I was in another group for the area, and I came like seventh <laughs> in that group. Maybe <laughs> like eighth. Um, so I think that really puts into perspective how bad we are. Yeah, but it's, it's strange because I, yeah, on our fir- the first time we all did fantasy, like I won it, but that was last year when I knew absolutely nothing. 
You've been influenced by opinions I think, now. I think that's why you guys did, didn't do it as well. Like you got, you probably got favourite players and stuff. Whereas I was like, no, I'm going to work out the stats and just. Yeah, well, I always I mean, put Harry Kane in well. hoping that he'll repeat 2017. Mm-hmm. But he inevitably gets injured every single season at the moment. Um, I've, I think as well, the problem, of, the problem with fantasy is you have players who are good players, but not good for fantasy. So, like, a Declan Rice is a very good player, but he's not good for fantasy because he doesn't get goals or assists, but he's not a defender either, so he doesn't get, like, a lot of the defensive points. Same like like Kante, when he was, like, you know, on top form a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, when we first did it, he, like, didn't get many points. Well, the thing that I noticed that is, like, fullbacks get the most points. So my back line is just made up of fullbacks. Especially when you use Robertson and Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, exactly. They were some of the highest scoring players on fantasy just because of how many assists they got. So, yeah, I get exactly what you mean. Yeah, like, like if you're going for a midfielder, you don't want to go for a defensive midfielder. If you're going for defenders, you don't really want to go for centre-backs unless you go for, like, a Van Dijk. Van Dijk's um, the only exception to the rule. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure my back, back three for most of the year was... Uh, Trent, Van Dijk, and Robertson. Maybe like to be the odd Sheffield United defender chucked in there at times. Mm-hmm. Well, then are you better um, tell us our, our fate? Well, Collard made the guess that he says about half of his were in the wrong slash very wrong camp, um, and it's interesting because you you're um, the least. Wrong slash very wrong. If we define it by wrong being oh, four out, um, very wrong being six out and above. Um, you got nine. You got three wrong and six very wrong. So nine of yours were what we call pretty bad predictions. Whereas George got ten, and I got eleven. So I got seven. Oh, shit. I got seven very wrong ones and four wrong ones. Um, George also got four wrong ones, but only six very wrong ones. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely got the most wrong with over, over half of mine. It's actually all very close then, in terms of... It's only a few numbers here or there then, by the sounds of it. Not to spoil the whole score, but we each got in the 70s. Oh, shit. Okay. So all three of us are in the 70s. Yeah, so we've talked about which ones were wrong and very wrong. So you can work out then that I got nine in the decent predictions slash bang on predictions camp. Um, well, you, you must have got four in the decent ones because you said you got five. Mm-hmm. Bang on. Yeah, and uh, George got one bang on with nine decent ones being mm-hmm. one, two, or three out. And Collard, you got 11 in the uh, in the nice. overall good group because you got two bang on and oh, oh, the same as George for good ones. So, so George has been the most accurate because he's got the most good answers. Um, but he hasn't got a high amount of bang ons, but he also has 
the worst guess as well. He does have the worst individual guess, yeah, with Sheffield United being plus 11. Hmm. I think looking at looking back at it, I certain teams. I think I think it kind of works for all of us. Um, at least maybe for me and Reggie did like the non mass prediction, but like certain teams just threw off the whole thing. Like we both predicted, like you know, we we predicted like Southampton, you know, like um Southampton, Sheffield. I go guess you might have done the same with Burnley, not predicting them to do as well as they did. Been equally overpredicted, like Bournemouth, Watford. Um, I don't know, maybe Palace. I, I overpredicted Palace. Actually, no, I didn't. I only got a couple points out, I think. Uh, for Crystal oh. Palace, you only got one point out. Nice. And so did you, George. You only got one point out. I actually got four points out for Crystal Palace. I put them at 18th. It's because I'm forgetting, like, because they did so badly after the restart, I'm forgetting that they didn't finish that low. Like, you put them thirteenth, and George put them fifteenth, and they came fourteenth. So on average, you two got them right. So now can we know who's won? Well, I mean, this this uh, talk about it's gone on long enough. I'm sure that anyone at home who's wanted to skip it could have worked out the maths from uh, just listing <laughs> all, the, all the things we talked about. How do we want to know it? I think you do worst, the best. Okay, well, I'm glad you're you're the one to say it because you got seventy eight, which is the worst. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think come last. <laughs> which is, you know, you you won the fantasy, and you know, you you do probably the most research out of any of us into football, but you also chat a lot of shit. So yeah, you came seventy eight. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't think Burnley would get top half finish. I didn't think Sheffield would get top half finish. I thought Newcastle get relegated. Southampton would do shit. It's all come back to bite me. I thought West Ham would get seventh. <laughs> I would say that I don't know much about this year, like much about football apart from this year, but I would say that this year's probably been quite a mad year in terms of predictions. Would that be right, or would you say it's just as crazy in other years? No, this one, this year, I, I mean, it's, the table's ended pretty, like, almost, um, especially at the top half, pretty, like, normally. Like, um... I mean, like, other than yeah. Arsenal and other, yeah, other than Arsenal and Leicester, but for ages it was very messy. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, Bournemouth and Watford have been like staple teams in the Premier League. Like, didn't Watford get European football? I don't, I don't think they no, qualified. They got to the Cup final last year. I mean, this is it. Like, and Bournemouth have just been a team that has always like. Just I I remember them just scoring some really nice goals, and like just upsetting teams if that makes sense. So they were always like good enough in the midfield. Obviously Eddie Howe gets obviously now he's not there anymore, which is a massive shame for Bournemouth. But um, he was always like talked up as a really good England manager. Always linked with like a move to somewhere like Arsenal. So West Ham. Yeah, they've just they've really underperformed. Um. And obviously, again, like, yeah, Newcastle, because they didn't get the, the deal in and they'd sacked Rafa Benitez, you really, like, they're also a team that's been down recently um, They've uh, and come up and then gone down again. So I think that was a 
a okay guess to put them to go down, given all things considered. Especially, they've just, especially bringing in Steve Bruce. Yeah, you, yeah, Steve Bruce is not... Well, he's no Rafa Benitez. So, yeah, crazy season, but it has ended pretty normally. Yeah, like, well, you have one, one promoted team go down. It was sort of kind of similar to how it's been a few seasons. You, know, you have one relegated team, like one promoted team go down straight away. One sort of mingles about, and the other one's done quite well. It's just, I don't think any of us really expected the team to do quite well to be Sheffield United, especially me. Yeah, I mean, I put them 16th. It's even like uh, Burnley and Southampton overperformed for, for what I think people expected. Spurs and Arsenal and West Ham all underperformed. Even Everton underperformed for what people expected. Yeah, I, I put them 8th. Um... You put them 10th and George, you put them 9th. So we all put them around that sort of uh, just above the mid-table or in the mid-table. And then um, they they got 12th, so they got the wrong side of the divide there. But, yeah, now we know what I've got. It'd be nice to find out the winner. (laughs) Well, um, George, you did Two points better than Collard with 76. Okay. Over par. That's, that's, that's alright. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's not a bad, um, a bad result. No. It's like a manager. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm very impressed with the lads. They played very well today. Hmm. But uh, unfortunately, not as good as seventy-one over par, which is all I got. <laughs> so Jesus, yeah, of course he won. Yeah, turns out you yeah. don't have to know anything about football to predict the table. <laughs> uh, apparently not. Well, congratulations. Thank you. It'll it'll be interesting to see whether your method works for the upcoming season yeah you'd know well, that what I might do probably got to do it next season now what I might do is I'll, I'll do that method as the uh, like the old method the old financial method or whatever I want to call it and then um, we'll do I'll do one that I think like what I think as well because I the thing is any of us could literally work out my method because I didn't yeah the only ones I changed is when it was the same score like Liverpool and Arsenal I knew Liverpool would do better than Arsenal so even though I had to put them ninth I still put them above Arsenal well your your difficulty this year will be the fact the transfer window is still open after the start of the season it was on this one no it? was it no, no this year it was this year and last year they changed it we recorded so it, it like the day before we recorded it well before the, the season so the transfers hadn't finished I thought we recorded it like a week before. No, it happened because we did. Um, I did another one later on, where I updated his table and it had teams in different positions. I thought it changed it because it was the whole thing of like stopping teams from signing players. Yeah, they no, they had changed it. But we, no, no, yeah, you're right. No, they changed the transfer window, but we just did it weeks earlier. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that works, yeah. 
Well, that was extremely interesting. I'm glad that we've done that. Um, congratulations, Niall. Um, Thank you very much. We go again next year, next season, which um, comes out next week, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, end of season one, episode 22. Next week, season two, episode one. Uh, so yeah, this is the last episode of this season, and it's also the death of our old formula for doing episodes. Yeah, we'll explain more about that um, next week, I think, because this one being the end of the season, uh, I don't really, I think we can explain. We'll explain the new season format next week um, mm-hmm. at the beginning, so you know what to expect. Um, but there's going to be no more sections this week. So I guess that's a little like insight into what sort of things we've got planned. Um, well, you say just... that. But what I'd like to do is just say that we, uh, we're we going to be dropping the Sheffield Wednesday section, which is the namesake of this show. But we're going to keep the name Death Wednesday Podcast. Um, and... For your last Sheffield Wednesday news, you're going to have to end on a down note with uh, them having a 12 point um, <laughs> <laughs> deduction. But um, but yeah, we're getting rid of the Sheffield Wednesday section. It's the only the only uh, change to a show that I'm going to let you guys in on now. And it's all because Sheffield Wednesday are doing so poorly no, it's because not. of the uh, deduction. Noel doesn't want to talk about them anymore. No, it's not <laughs> That's that. the real reason. He's just upset. <laughs> Doesn't want to talk about them in League One. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I bought both the kits. <laughs> That's proper dedication as well. <laughs> They'll look nice when you go and Lincoln away. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, right. Thank you very much for listening. We, uh, yeah, we hope you all enjoyed. Um, and uh, we will do this again for next season. Um, we'll do it before the game starts, but obviously the transfer window won't be closed. So, yeah, expect 20-21 predictions. Um, and then obviously we have a few other ideas until um, until the season starts. So uh, stick around for those. We might even keep it up. Yeah, hopefully. That's the aim. Um, it'd be nice. I mean, see what happens. Hopefully there's no more pandemics. Um, I mean, that's not really the excuse as to why we stopped. It's just... We stopped before the pandemic. That's the problem. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. We'll be back next week. Um, yeah, I've been George. been your host. been joined by George. Thank you for having me. And uh, been joined by Niall. Bye. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Clap to sync audio. Oh, pathetic clap. Three, two, one. And just in case no one needs it. Three, two, one, go. Oh, claps are being shit. Yeah. Because it's clapping cheeks. <laughs>